Hi, and welcome back to Feed the Q. I'm Lauren Passell, the founder of Tink Media, a podcast marketing company. And I also have two podcast newsletters, Podcast the Newsletter and Podcast Marketing Magic. And I'm Adela Mizrachi. I'm the founder of Podcast Brunch Club, which is like book club, but for podcasts. We have chapters all over the world and you should join if you're interested. So if you are new here, this is how the show works. In every episode of Feed the Q, we choose an episode of a show that we love in hopes that you'll love it too, and we'll go subscribe to that show. So you can kind of think of it like a podcast buffet where we're giving you a whole range of things to try, and then you can go back in for second helpings if you like it. So before we start, if you're listening to this show, that means you love podcasts and you're probably always looking for your next ear candy. Feedback with Earbuds is your weekly podcast recommendation podcast, bringing you five podcast episodes on a theme. The best part is that each week is curated by a different person, so you always have something fresh to listen to from a new perspective. I curated a list for Earbuds a few years back on the theme of pain and suffering. Uplifting, I know, but it's a great list if I do say so myself. Find feedback with earbuds wherever you get your podcasts or by going to earbuds.audio. So today we are going to be hearing an episode from a series on Radiotopia Presents. Now, Radiotopia Presents is a feed that debuts limited run artist-owned series from new and original voices. So I highly recommend you subscribe because they're doing what we're doing. They're finding great stuff that not enough people are being exposed to. And it's some of the best things I've ever heard. Uh, Previously, they did a series called A Hit Dog Will Holler and another one called Blind Guy Travels. I recommend all of them. But the series that we are going to be showcasing today is from a podcast called Shithole Country. And there's also an exciting new one coming up soon by Jason Reynolds called Mother Mine, which will explore the relationship between Reynolds and his mom. But what you're about to hear, it's another award nominee. Shithole Country was nominated for a Peabody Award. And it's an audio memoir about achieving the Ghanaian American dream. It's narrated by someone that we're calling Afia. That's not her real name for privacy reasons. And Afia is also the name of the episode you're about to hear. And this show is so funny and detailed. Afia openly shares her feelings and hopes and fears and her conversations with her family in Ghana. And it's it's so personal. It feels private. Like you're like not supposed to be there, like you're peeking in. Or or it feels like you're like a tiny person hiding <laughs> in her t-shirt pocket, listening in as she like drills down on her family to hear stories about herself and her heritage that she's never even heard before. So she's ultimately trying to decide whether she should move back to Ghana. So it feels like the stakes are high, super personal, and that's what you're about to hear. Yeah. And so we're actually featuring episode two today. But just to give you a little bit of context, you should definitely listen to episode one and start from there. But episode two kind of gets more into the meat, and that's going to give you a better sense of the show. So just to give you a little context, episode one starts in January 2018, and she is 30 years old, 
just spent the holidays in Accra where she eats the food but doesn't speak the language. And she flies home to San Francisco where at the time, President of the United States started referring to African nations as shithole countries. So that's why the show is called Shithole Country. So in this episode, we get to know a bit more about her. And it's actually written and produced by Afia. And one of the producers is Mark Pagan, who we featured a couple of weeks ago when we featured Other Men Need Help. Quick thanks to Clever FM for sponsoring the season of Feed the Q. Clever is a podcast app designed for the super listener. She tricked me. She totally played me. I stare at my mom, Agnes. The dusty hammerton winds straight from the Sahara don't do anything to cool the room. Sweat rolls down my neck and the huge peacock tattoo curling around my mom's left shoulder glistens. She sighs and says it again. This apartment is yours. Your daddy and I want you to move in. Mom directs her gaze past the swanky marble floors and recessed lighting to the tropical greenery outside. She sweeps long braids away from her face and reclines in her white plastic chair, the kind that has the ubiquitous Jenyame God symbol twisted into it. God is everywhere in Ghana. He literally has your back, especially if you're my mom. What is there for you in America, mommy if you? Hmm? She laughs. Her silver earrings and bracelets jangle merrily. Scratch that. Menacingly. I should have known. When I first graduated from college and moved out to Philly for a job, my parents happily offered to drive. And as they headed back, they happily handed me the receipts for their gas and tolls. She's just so good at this. A minute ago, we were celebrating. The shiny new apartment complex we're standing in is hers. She had the plan. She wrangled the builders. She made all of this happen. My mom, the former seamstress, the Burger King coupon hoarder. The person making me an offer, I'm not sure I can refuse. You can call me Effia. This is the story of my family and our lives in a quote-unquote Shithole country. December 11th, 2017, Kotoka International Airport. I don't know why there's a live jazz band in customs, but I like it. After approximately a week on a plane, 
I've arrived in Ghana for only the fourth time in my 30 years of life. Burkina Faso to the north, Cote d'Ivoire to the west, Togo to the east, the Atlantic Ocean just a few miles away. Welcomed by the dulcet tones of, yeah, that's the Backstreet Boys. You would never see this at JFK. I feel a surge of pride and the slow exhalation of a breath I didn't realize I'd been holding. Kind of like the first time I watched Ghana beat the U.S. in World Cup soccer back in 2006. The soundtrack to their win was an American announcer's slightly incredulous reminders of Ghana's GDP. As I shuffle through the final set of airport doors, I'm hit by a wall of steamy nighttime air and jostling crowds. I'm back. Jalef rice and fried plantain on my lips, diesel exhaust in my nose, shades of my family in every face I see. And the voices, oh, this is the greatest accent in the world. I'm four years old and dad is introducing me to the Berenstain Bears. I'm 12 and buried in mom's Estee Lauder-scented chest as she says, Atu. I'm 25, mom gazing at me and my brothers with murder in her eyes, muttering, And I even miss that. Being back feels like walking into my bedroom after a long day at work. I shimmy out of my too tight button down and slacks and fall into my bed into relief. You take hey, it. Hey, say hi. Hi. Oh, don't say hi that well. Welcome to Ghana. <laughs> oh my goodness. I thought I sent you the flight details. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Mom and Dad. Agnes and Kwabna. Huh? Let's take a shower. Oh, it it's been a very long time. It matters. See? He just cut off and bing. You know, we're getting out from the airport. So right now we are at airport going west. Despite the holiday traffic, it only takes a half hour to drive to my parents' house. I clock chop bars, blasting Afrobeats, and billboards for New Year's Eve prayer marathons through my window as mom and dad paint their own picture of present-day Ghana inside the car. There's lots of gesticulating and the occasional... Reunions like this one have become a little more complicated since my parents sold their New York house in 2014. They moved back to Accra soon after, settling for good in a modest peach and periwinkle three-bedroom with the standard live-in housekeeper. My older brothers and I are still scattered across the U.S. Victor in Houston, Sammy in New York, me in the Bay Area. And since I'm not making bank working for Google, I was going to spend another December alone. Until my mom called with an uncharacteristically generous offer. Come to Ghana. Let's spend the holidays together for the first time in five years. Because that's what Christmas is about. Fellowship. Family. Love. Affections are obscene and we keep those things indoors and hidden. That's one of my cousins. 
He's reminding me of why it's so foolish to project sentimentality onto my very practical Ghanaian family. My father, the first time he said to me, I love you, was when he dropped me off to college. So I had to call my brother up and be like, I think daddy's dying. It's like, what? Uh Uh-huh. It's like, why? It's like, oh, because he said, I love you. And there was like a dead silence in the phone for about 30 seconds. And then I heard click. And I was like, well, I guess someone doesn't care about our father. He's going to be out of the will. My cousin, of course, is right. Parents here don't have time for feelings. They got goals. And mom reveals her grand design the next morning, right after she addresses a pressing matter. Hmm? Huh? What's... With your haircut, your this, and the dress you're wearing, when I'm walking with you, they think you are my maid. That's how I choose the grand. You'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So this this very nice purple vintage dress that I bought in Oakland is uh-huh, not uh-huh. because you know what all this nice all the uh, uh, affluent shop in America when they close they don't buy yeah, they bring it here yeah. they call it uh, uh, false but that's nice not... nice when we go to the street you see you see how the people are dressed nicer than us they laugh at us all the time oh this a, you know what they call it Johnny just came. Johnny yeah. just came. Yeah. Johnny just came from America? Yeah. yeah. Johnny uh, just uh, came. Or maybe from Europe or somewhere, anything. Johnny just came. Right. Enough for us. Okay. That's how it is. Okay, okay, I'm changing. Yeah. I'm changing. Ten minutes and far too much jewelry later, we're on our way. Mom will finally show me the construction project that's consumed her life for the past four years, her apartment and retail complex. Two stories and 20 units that she'll officially start renting on January 1st. This is why I bought a recorder and a microphone, to document my mom's transformation into a badass entrepreneur. But when we arrive at the site, it doesn't take long for things to go sideways. She and one of her new tenants, who is almost definitely on her payroll, make it clear. Why don't we stay in, 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 in our country? We have to travel to make life better. better. And this is a beautiful place. Why, see, why can't you? Why your, wouldn't your, you come your, and live here? Why? Your mom went. Your mother is here, your father is here. Why wouldn't you come and live here? Okay, wait, this turned. This took a turn. This is not about me. This is not about me. It's not about you, but why? Why would you not come here then? Yeah, because you don't like Because I have a life in California. What? You can have a life here too. Okay. Point, counterpoint. I've got great friends in the Bay. Half the year, I wake up to perfect weather. Avocados are delicious. And even though it kind of killed me a little bit to admit it at first. So is the vegan food. And I'm definitely single, juggling freelance copywriting jobs, living paycheck to paycheck in a city where rent is a more predictable tragedy than an episode of The Handmaid's Tale. But in Ghana, I feel like an imposter. Here's a preview of a conversation I'll have in 10 minutes with one of the plumbers. So you can't speak to you? Nope. Why? Mom and dad didn't teach me. Oh, what are you Wow. My parents wanted us to assimilate. So outside of the necessary curse words, I'd never really learned chi or fanti. Here's another attempt at conversation I'll make two weeks from now. What is the feminine of Kojo? Ajua. Good, good, good. Is it low-key kind of nice to be celebrated for operating at a zero-grade reading level? 
of course. Brings me back to a better time when there were juice boxes and hugs on demand and Peter Jennings anchoring the evening news. But that's not real life. Real life is getting laid off from my copywriting job. Real life is running out of unemployment money in a month. Real life is obsessing over these facts and not noticing that I've passed my mom her ringing phone with my culturally unacceptable left hand, which she promptly smacks into oblivion. My mom takes the call outside the apartment we've been standing in. And I watch her pace through the window. She did this. Did something even bigger. Moved from Accra to New York in her 20s knowing almost no one, I think. Uh, Something like that. And then she uprooted her life again 40 years later. How did she do it? Shithole Country is written, narrated, and sound designed by me, Afia. This episode was produced by me and Mark Pagan. Julie Shapiro and Audrey Martovich are our executive producers. Special thanks to Tanya Katenjin. Huge thank you to my family. Cover art by Cindy Sonioni. Our theme song, Home, was created by the amazing Ria Boss. For additional credits, please check out the show notes on radiotopiapresents.fm. Next episode, Mom. We're back. Adela, what'd you think? I mean, I loved it. And And I listened way back when, when it first came out. And I re-listened to it again in the last few days. And I have to just say, like, in some ways, it was like a gut punch for me personally, because she really does this really good job of showing how she's being torn between these two countries that she doesn't really feel at home in either. And that actually really speaks to me personally. I am first generation American. I'm Jewish. My father is Israeli. My mother is British. I spent a lot of time in like summers in my youth traveling to England and Israel. And just for those of you who are wondering when I say my mom is British, but I'm Jewish, everybody's so confused by that. I'm like, no, she's Jewish. There are Jewish people in England. There's, they also, it's so funny. They also think that it's weird that I don't have an accent. They're like, but you don't have an accent. I was like, no, I grew up here. Uh, You are teaching people a lot of things by telling your life story. <laughs> You're doing a service. Yeah. So anyway, this this story is so um, personal for me, but and obviously for her as well. But I think it's so personal for a lot of people here in America. They just don't feel like they belong here. Some people have this other place that they probably also don't feel like they belong And some people don't have that other place. Like they just don't belong. They don't feel like there's this other place that's pulling them. They just don't feel like they belong here. And it's really ultimately a story about belonging and home and family and how they all kind of feed together. So that I just I love the show. It's so good. And it's so like you said, it feels like we're snooping, but it's so good. Yes. Yeah. So we want to know what you thought of the show. If you liked it. 
go subscribe right now. You have to search for Radiotopia Presents. It might have a little bit of of stuff after Radiotopia Presents, whatever the featured show is that they're presenting right now, but it should be pretty easy to find. And you can let us know you subscribe. We'll include all of the subscription links in the show notes and also all of the ways to get in touch with us in the show notes. So Lauren, if they liked what they just heard, what else should they listen into? Okay, so I'm going to recommend a fiction show, but there's also someone with a pseudonym telling the story. Uh, It's someone that we just know as Miha. And the show is called Miha. And it comes out in multiple languages from this studio called Studio Chanta by Lori Martinez. And they it's in Paris and they do all of their content in multi-languages, which is just so cool. And Miha means daughter in Spanish. And every episode tells the story of how members of her family experienced immigration. So it's really personal and sweet. And every single episode, the episodes are really short. It's like... Um, stories about her family members. And I know that it's not true, but I uh, think that the sound is much the same as it is in shithole country. And the idea of, you know, living in a new place is very much the same. And I think you'll fall in love with Miha and there's multiple seasons. So go listen to all that is Miha. It's, uh, I wrote about it in the Bella Collective Um, for the best 100 of the year it came out because I think it's one of the best shows I've ever listened to. Nice. So what about you, Adela? Yeah. So first of all, Lori Martinez is like amazing. She actually started a chapter of Podcast Brunch Club in Paris for for a little bit. Yes. Um, But obviously super busy and (laughs) she, she was working on all this stuff. So amazing. And it's really fun to watch like her meteoric rise. She's really like rocking it. So very good recommendation. But the one that I wanted to shout out, so it's Radio Diaries, which is another Radiotopia show. And they do a lot of sort of, I mean, it's audio diaries and old sort of recordings of various people from various eras. But I want to recommend a specific episode, and it's called Majid's Diary, Two Years in the Life of a Saudi Girl. And they basically gave a teenage girl in Saudi Arabia a recorder and kind of trained her and how to record. And she did this two years of recording of her life as a young person, a young woman in Saudi Arabia. And, you know, she has these dreams of being a scientist, but she also has the family pressure of getting married. And you just listen to this diary of her life. And it's just such a beautiful window into this this girl's world and you just love her. I mean, she's such a great girl. Like you just kind of want to be friends with her. So I would highly recommend going to listen to that if you like the sort of audio diary sort of memoir type of show. I think I remember listening to that and tell me if I'm wrong, because I remember very distinct details from like her describing a bookshelf. Is that the same one in her home? Oh, gosh. I think I it is. I just remember it's so well told that I can picture it in my head. And I'm just glad that no one let me record audio from when I was a teenager. <laughs> oh, right. my God. And I think if I'm not mistaken, and I, I should have I should have looked this up before we recorded, but I believe that 
they just did a follow-up with her. Yeah, they did. So like she, I, we're yeah. talking about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they just did a follow-up with her and, and published it. So it's so good. And it's just really interesting to see she, where she ended up. It's just very delightful. So I do believe, man, we are we need a fact checker on the show. I do believe. Well, this is the <laughs> surprise part at the end. But um, I think it was like a long amount of time between the first one and the update, which is really cool that they got her back. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you're right. Man, if I was a teenager, oh God, my podcast episode wouldn't be nearly as endearing and interesting and beautiful. <laughs> so thank goodness there was a podcast thing when I was 16 because I would have had 20 podcasts and they would have been <laughs> terrible. It's fun listening to young people though, just like just to hear their thoughts and kind of remember being young like that. So yeah, I, I love know. it. That's why I love Tear Lies Me from Lemonada. Another good one. Yeah. Ooh, bonus recommendation. That's a great one too. So that's it from us. If you have a podcast recommendation that you tell everybody about, you got to tell us about it. You can email us at feedtheq, that's F-E-E-D-T-H-E-Q-U-E-U-E at gmail.com or reach out to Lauren and I on social. All the links are in the show notes. Thanks and happy listening. 